Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. Well, good morning. Well, what a great song. You ended all. Wow, wow, wow. That was terrific. Without a doubt. Is he greater? Okay. Just want to to know. Today's message is entitled, Three Things That Are Pleasing to God. And we know, of course, there are more than three things that are pleasing to God. uh, Because in Proverbs uh, 16, if you look there, Proverbs 16, 7, it says, When a man's ways are pleasing to the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. And we know that we have a lot of different ways and, and things like that because we have a lot of different things that God is calling us to uh, learn as far as his ways are concerned. Uh, so we know there are a lot of ways, but we're going to talk about just three today, three ways. And uh, I'm going to really probably concentrate on one of them. And we've already introduced one to you last week. So let's jump right in into the first one. The first one says the most important thing is faith in God. And we can always say that probably uh, of, of all the things that are pleasing to God is probably more than just uh, that, that's not probably the first thing. But everything rides on that. Because he says that without faith, is, it is probably, maybe, or impossible. Impossible to please him. So we know that, is, that, that that's the first thing we want to talk about. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 3. Let's go there. And it helps us a little bit um, to see what God says there even though you know what it says. Verse 1. Now faith is the assurance. Assurance. Some might say the title deed. Uh, It's the assurance of things hoped for. And hope is not when I hope it happens, I hope it happens. It's an anticipation of what is going to come because you already know and God says it, he, he's already said it, so therefore it's the assurance of those things that you hope for, it's the conviction of things not seen. Not seen. So if we're going to have faith, we can't have faith if you already see what you're believing for. So we have to really not see it. We just have to believe what God said. You see, that's, that's what we had to do. And let's go a little, little bit further there. It says, uh, verse 2, for by, for by it men of old gain approval. They gain approval. Okay, so we know we can gain approval also uh, because he loves 
someone who trusts in him. He, 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 oh, he's excited about someone trusting in him. Matter of fact, he says, man, I haven't seen such great faith in all of Israel. You know, faith like, like you have. My goodness gracious. Yeah. So he wants us to have this good kind of faith. Now, let's look at verse 4. It says, by faith, Abel offered uh, to God a better sacrifice than Cain. It says, through which he gained, he, he obtained a, a testimony that he was righteous. God testifying about his gifts and uh, through faith, though he is dead, he still speaks. And if you go back and read that and study it a little bit, you, you'll say, well, my goodness gracious, what made his gifts so important? And you can see uh, why his gift was so important. Now, verse 5, it says, By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he would not see death. And he was not found because God took him up. For he obtained the witness that before his being taken up, he was pleasing to God. He was pleasing to God. He was pleasing to God. And so that's what we are talking about Three things today that, that are pleasing to God. And, of course, verse 6, everybody knows, which we are, says that without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. And some verse would say, um, diligently seek him. So that's what he's, he's looking for. He's looking for faith. Okay, now, everything else going to ride on that, on that, what we just said. That first thing is that we must please God. We must please him. Let's look at the second thing now. The second thing that's pleasing to God, what was the first one? Faith. Okay, the second thing is prayer to God. Now, I, I said to God. You said, well, who else are you going to pray to? Well, uh, we're talking about uh, we live in a, a world that is closer and closer together because of the Internet and all those type of things. And so we know people people in the United States, they are here, uh, but they, they, have, they, they worship other, other religions. And they, they may pray, but they don't pray to our God, who is the God of this Bible, they pray to some other God. So I say that we're going to pray to God. That's the second thing. And, of course, we, we, we know that we have already stated that last week that we had a, a little thing on the, on the table out there where you can sign up to, to pray uh, for our Easter service, our resurrection um, Sunday. Uh, you can pray for, for, for it by that. Or you can go online if you have the modern technology. And you can uh, put your name up there and all that kind of stuff. And, and um, you can do that. And that reminds you that you need to be praying for Easter service. And we said, of course, we're going to pray for Easter service because we're going to invite people. And we're going we're gonna, to uh, believe God. We're going to have faith for that, that we're gonna, God's going to show us somebody 
that we can invite. He go, he's going to introduce us to somebody that we can invite. Uh, it might be somebody at the, uh, at the grocery store. It might be whoever. We don't know. But we know that there are people in Lynchburg who need to be in a church on Resurrection Sunday. There's people in Lynchburg. Everybody in Lynchburg not in church. So, so therefore, we can, we can believe God for that, but we, we have to have faith now. You just can't say, well, okay, I'll invite this person. They will probably come. Well, well, we don't want to do anything unless we bathe it in prayer because we know that without God, we can do nothing. You see, so therefore, what we want to do is trust God. God, we want, to, we want people to be saved because your heart is for salvation. Your heart is that, 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 that nobody uh, die and, and, and go to hell. Your, your heart is for all to come into the knowledge of the truth and be saved. That's what your heart is. And so I don't care who, where they say they are. I don't care where they, uh, what they do. Uh, but I know that I want them in a church on Sunday. And so uh, whether you have neighbors, na- neighbors or something like that, uh, that, that might not be in a church, uh, invite them to church. Invite them to church. And they might say, well, I already have a church. Oh, well, great. Oh, great. Are you going to that church? Uh, you, know, you know, try to push the envelope a little bit because uh, I, have, I have neighbors who uh, they do not go to church. They do not go to church. I have neighbors who go to church. Uh, but I'm thinking of, of neighbors who don't go to church, and I know that they could, if they wanted to, they could go. I know that. Uh, so, um, and, and I have other people also who could go if they wanted to go. And, and I, I'm praying to ask God, God, give them the want to. Give them the want to. And, and I, I wish I had the names of all the people who you might be inviting so uh, we could be praying for these individual people. I have some people who I think you might want to come uh, because you put it on your communication form when you first came uh, to Cornerstone. You put your children's name on it, things like that. And, and sometimes your children are, are not uh, little children. They are grown children and have children. So uh, we can pray for them also uh, with you and believe with you uh, that God will get them in church on, on Easter Sunday. You say, well, what's so special about Easter Sunday? If you don't know, you, you need to be in church, you know. That's what you need to be in church if you don't know what, what was so special about, uh, you know, Resurrection Sunday. You know, uh, we'll, we'll put your name on a prayer list, you know, <laughs> really. Uh, because God is the reason for the season, you know. He gave his only begotten son, and whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And he, he was raised on the third day, and we celebrate his resurrection uh, and the world calls it Easter. Um, I call it resurrection. Some uh, Jews call it Passover. Uh, you can call it whatever you want to call it. Uh, but we know that it's only because of God that we are here. And it will be only because of God that we'll be with him uh, forever. Only because of what he's done for us. And it's a great celebration uh, for that. And uh, that's, that's the second thing. The first thing was uh, that we want to do what? Have faith. 
The second thing is that, okay, we want to pray to God for him to give us people who will come and for him to move on these people that we're going to invite. We, we, want, to, we want God to move uh, because uh, it takes God moving uh, on people uh, to come. And I know, that, I know that all of us have some people that we have asked because I asked my next door neighbors to, to come and uh, uh, they wouldn't, of course. Uh, but uh, I didn't pray and ask God to give me favor with them, to move upon them, to touch them, Lord. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't pray that way. So uh, that's why we are praying and we started last week and that's why we have that sign-up sheet so we can pray and ask God to move. And, and is he able? He's able to move. He's able to move. Because uh, if, if he weren't able to move, there's no need to pray, pray about anything. Is that right? No need to pray about anything if he's not able. You see? But that song uh, really encouraged us that I don't care about these giants, you know. God is able, isn't he? Yes, he, he's greater too. So, so that's what we... We're going to do. And uh, the, the, the last thing, uh, I, I have plenty under prayer and all those type of things, um, um, but I don't want, I don't re- want to really uh, go deep into that because I said something last week and I don't want to belabor the point because I don't think it's anybody in, in, the, in my hearing voice uh, because there are people who are at home and they are listening to the service and things and they will listen to the service even if they are, are not uh, live streaming it. They will listen to it and I don't want to belabor, belabor the point about prayer. I think everybody understands that uh, we believe in prayer. God says his house shall be called a house of prayer. And matter of fact, I was going to do a just a message itself on prayer. And um, I decided that I didn't want to do that today. Uh, so I said what I'll do is elaborate on the third point. So we've done two points also, and this is the third point. And you said, man, boy, this is going to be a quick service. You know? uh, yep, it might be. <laughs> Have faith. <laughs> Have faith, you know. Um, the third one is giving a sacrificial offering that blesses someone else. That blesses someone else. Okay, the first one was, of course, uh, have faith in God. The second one is we're going to pray to God. The third one is to do, do what? Give a sacrificial offering to help somebody else. Now, now, sacrificial now, uh, let me sp- explain what I mean by sacrificial. Sacrificial does not mean, uh, you know, I, got a, I have a dollar and I'm going to sacrifice and give 10 cents. And that's a sacrifice because if I get too much lower than a dollar, I can't buy nothing because everything costs something these days and times. So uh, that's a sacrifice for me to give you know, 10 cents or whatever. Uh, no. Sacrificial means you're giving and this is something that 
I mean, it's a big sacrifice for you to do this thing. A big sacrifice. Big sacrifice for you to do it. Yeah. Now, I don't want you to give something. And uh, you said, well, well, the pastor, they give a sacrificial offering. So I'm going to give um, my mortgage payment. I'm going to give that. And um, that's sacrificial. Well, I'm not telling you to do that. Now, if God is telling you to do that, you do that. Okay? Because you said, you said that's stupid. You know, who would stand up there and say something like that? Because you're going to be out on the street, you know. Well, if God said that, how is he going to, do you think he wants you homeless? No. What he wants you to do is to be, uh, have faith in him, trust him, that whatever he says you're going to do. So uh, you have to make sure that you're in relationship with um, God. Make sure you have some other people who you're in relationship with the past things by so that you won't be hearing something that is not from God and you think it's from God. And, um, and if you uh, have passed it by somebody that knew the word, they'll say, oh, hmm, I don't think that's from God. And then you'll be able to then go to God again and ask him, are you sure this is from you, Lord, or whatever. So... I'm trying, to, I'm trying to explain what I mean now. Okay? Now, what I, let me give you an example of what I mean by sacrificial. Let's say you have $1,000 in, in your saving account. Because some people do have that much. They have $1,000 in their saving account uh, for emergency, emergency situation. Um, and you say, it's not much of an emergency, brother. You don't have but $1,000. Well, well, I have a, um, a car that's has uh, it's almost 300,000 miles on, on it, and uh, it needed it, pa- it didn't pass inspection. So, so uh, the person asked him, "So, you sure you want to keep investing in this car?" I said, "Well, where do you think I'm gonna buy a car? Because it, it was told, told me it was about $500 to fix it. Well, where do you think I'm gonna buy a car for $500? Yeah, as good as this one is." No, I'm not going to do it. Yes, I'm going I'm to invest, invest 500 and if it costs me $500 every month, then that, that's a whole different story. You see? Uh, now, suppose God said, hey, well, this is what I want you to do. I want you to give this $1,000 to this homeless uh, ministry over here. Now, if I were to do, do that, that would be a sacrificial offering because that is all that I would have in my savings. Okay? And there was a time, though, and, and, and sometimes God will remind me, it was a time you didn't even have a savings. Yeah? And I know none of you have ever done things that I've done. Uh, uh, you know, because I, I will say, you know what? The bank says I have, you know, $300 in my, my checking account. But I know I don't because I wrote a check yesterday that I have less than that. But the other problem won't come through before the end of the month. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to go buy some groceries and hope that it don't 
that other ones don't come in and it bounce. I know none of you have never done that. I know you haven't, so, so don't even try to act like you have. Uh, but I have. When I, I didn't have two pennies of rub together a lot of times. I'm serious. I am serious, you know. And, and so if, if, you don't have, if you don't have it, you don't have it. You, know? you don't have it. Uh, 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 so I didn't. If I were to give the thousand dollars I would have in the savings, that would be sacrificial for me. It would be sacrificial. Okay? Sacrificial. Now, are there any instances in the Bible where somebody gave sacrificial? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, a lot of people, right? Okay. A lot of people gave sacrificial. Okay? Uh, now, Listen to what it says. Look at Proverbs chapter 28. Uh, Proverbs 28, 27. Let's go there. We're on the third thing now. Remember, the first one was have what? Faith in God. Now, you got to just don't, don't say faith now. We got, you know, you sit down in those chairs you're sitting in, you didn't, you didn't shake it and kind of look up on it and anything. You sit down because you have faith that's going to hold you. You know? Okay? We're not talking about that kind of faith. We're talking about faith in God. Okay? Faith in God. And then the second thing we said is that we want to pray to God. Okay? So we're on the third one now, which is giving sacrificial uh, to bless somebody else. Bless somebody else now. We're not talking about blessing, blessing ourselves. We're talking about blessing somebody else. Okay? And as, as a body, I'm talking about blessing somebody outside our church, not our church at all, okay? It says, he who gives to the poor, did it say that really? Will never want. Do y'all believe that? Really? I mean, honestly, do you really believe that? But he who shuts his eyes will have many curses. That first part, that's hard to believe, isn't it? It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe. You say, well, it's in the Bible. Well, you know, uh, like you said, well, Proverbs, you know, some of them, you know, this and that, and sometimes this and that, and, and um, you know, this is just probably true most of the time. It might not be all the time, so you might not want to rely on that. Oh, I tell you, I rely on that because I believe from Genesis to Revelation, if I give to the poor, I will not lack. Okay? I believe it. Okay? Let's look at Proverbs 22, 9. Let's, let's look there. This is another one. It, it, it says something. Very similar. It says, he who is generous will be blessed. For he gives some of his food to the poor. Now, if, if, if we all did that, you said, we won't have nobody poor. But no, God says the poor will what? Always 
always be with me. Always. Because it's, you say, well, why are they poor? I don't know. I don't know why they're poor. Many reasons why they could be poor. Let's look at Proverbs 19, 17. It says, One who is gracious to the poor man lends to the Lord. Hmm. And he will repay him for his good deed. My goodness gracious. My goodness gracious. You mean if we're gracious to the poor, we're going to really actually be lending to the Lord. And it says that, and he will repay him for his good deed. That's some precious promises here. Come on. Let's look at one more verse here. Um, and, and I'm sure most of you read it. Let's go to Second Corinthians 9, starting verse 6. Let's go there. This is, this, now, this is, is one that the background of it is they were collecting an offering for the church in, in Jerusalem. And, and, and so um, he told them, he wanted them to, to do this thing and prepare for it so that when he come, they don't have to try to, you know, um, try to bring it out of them. You already be prepared for this thing. You see, because I'm going to be bringing people with me here, and they, they, they believing in this thing. So he told them to get ready for it. Get ready for it. And this is what he told them in verse 6. Okay? It says, now this I say. Now, now, the backdrop is giving to, not themselves, but giving to somebody else so that somebody else will be blessed. That's what this is now. Now, this I say. He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. And if I had to amplify it up there, I, w- I would put it up there, which I don't have, but it's okay. Uh, it says in verse 7, each one must do just as he has purpose in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Now, now, now somebody has a Amplified on your phone. You have a Bible on your phone, and because I, I know that we have all these modern people in here, you got your phone with you. You wouldn't dare leave your phone in the car, so because somebody might call you. Okay, so who has the Amplified? Somebody has the Amplified. Anybody have the Amplified? Somebody got the Amplified. Nobody want to read. Can y'all read? Okay. <laughs> yes, you can read. You don't want to. Okay, uh, there you go. Yeah, a hand went up there. Come on up here, young lady. You, you, oh, you can't. Okay, okay, you got, you got it. James, did you lay hands on, on her? Get this thing. Um, somebody's had a hand up. Who has the amplifier? Who, who did? Stella? 
Jack did. Everybody, everybody pointing like, like you know, it's that woman you gave me. Oh no, it's the, it's a snake, man. It's the serpent, you know. <laughs> oh, I know Don used the has, but Don doing the video. Okay, um, uh, come on up, young lady. Who? Are you coming up or your husband? Or oh, you got him to come up? Okay, you got him to come up. Get, get your microphone. Uh, so, 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 come on up here so he doesn't have to move the thing down there. Okay, you, you can come on up here. Um, don't get too close to me and then breathe on me, boy. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're looking at, at, at 2 Corinthians chapter 9, starting in verse 6. That's what we're looking at. Okay. That's what we're looking at. Can you get get him? Oh, no, you got him. Okay. He got you on, on, on air, man. Okay. Now remember this. He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows generously, that blessings may come to others, will also reap generously and be blessed. Let each one give thoughtfully and with purpose, just as he has decided in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver and delights in the one whose heart is in his gift. God is made able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing come in abundance to you. Oh, wait a minute. Now, if we do what he says here, not, not the grudgingly part now, and not, not the sparingly part, but the generous part, he said he's able to make all what now? Oh, okay. He's able. Okay, keep going. Keep going. So that you may always, under all circumstances. Sometimes. Always. Okay, always. <laughs> always. Keep going. Under all circumstances, regardless of the need, have complete sufficiency in everything, being completely self-sufficient in him, and have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. Okay, now he says, have enough for every good act of charity now. We're not talking about we're trying to give so we can buy this big, you know, airplane so that we don't have to worry about this gasoline. We're going we're gonna to go with, the, with this fuel that they do the airplane. But see, that's not that. Right. It's that we can use this thing. Okay, act of charity. That's it. Right. That's what we want. Keep going. As it is written and forever remains written, he, the benevolent and generous person, scattered abroad, who gave to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. Now he who provides seed for the sower and bread for food. Oh, oh wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, we know if we don't work, we don't eat. Okay, but, but he says he supplies for my bread that's eating and also he provides seed for sowing so regardless of what I think I don't have he says he provides seed for me to sow and bread for me to eat so I don't have to be concerned about I just have enough to, for me to, to, to uh, make a cake and for me and my son Eat it and die. No. He provides 
seed for sowing, and, and we, but we have to use that seed for sowing and not eat our bread and then eat the seed also. Right? Okay, keep reading. Uh-oh. What? Oh, my. Is God good? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to provide. See, and he's going to multiply your seed for sowing. He didn't say he's going to add to it. He said he's going to multiply your seed for sowing. I like that. Keep going. Let's give God a hand. Come on. Go, go. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Wow. My goodness gracious. My goodness gracious. Now, three things. One, have what? Faith in God. Two, we're going to pray to God. Three, we want to give a sacrificial gift that will bless somebody else. That's what we want to do. Okay? Now, uh, that's what we want to do for Easter. Uh, now, now in, 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 in Resurrection Day, uh, for Pentecost, whatever you want to call it, well, that's, that's what we want to do. Now, this is what I'm believing God for. Okay? Um, I'm stepping out on faith, believing God for it. And we did it last year. I believe we gave a gift during this time of year. I like to give a gift during this time of year. And and some of you might say, look, I tell you what to do. Why don't you will give a gift and leave us out of it? God probably told you to do it, and you're trying to put it on us. No. I'm thinking of you. Because I know that I have relatives that I want to be saved. I know that you do too. And I know that it touches God's heart for us to have faith in him, for us to pray believing that he's going to do what he said, and also then uh, to give a sacrificial gift to somebody else that somebody else is going to have a blessing uh, because there are many needed people out there. So I said, God, I'm going to concentrate on this because that's, that's, that's a big one that, that 
the people don't, they, they don't mind sometimes praying. They don't mind, say, I'll have faith in God. I'll invite somebody. I don't know whether they're coming or not, but I'll invite them. Well, you can have faith in God. They'll come. Okay, so, um, but the giving is start touching something more and people start getting, you know, stuff start itching and everything, you know. They said, wait a minute, you know. Um, I would like to, for us to give a minimum of $3,000 together. Together as a body, and we're talking about those who are, uh, you know, listening on the YouTube and Facebook and all those type of things. Um, so what am I proposing we give to? Well, one thing is that we have some Ukrainians who are going through a crisis. Um, and we need to try to help people who can't help themselves because they are sending their, their family members, the, the women and the children, out with nothing hardly uh, to them to other places and these other places got to try to take care of them while the men fight and try to protect what's theirs. And so uh, there's a Ukrainian crisis relief fund that I'd like to give $1,000 to. I'd like to do that. As a body now. As a body. And, and please don't say, why don't you do it and, and stop trying to get us involved. Did it? A part of the body. We're part of the body. We got to do it again, because what I did for my family doesn't have anything to do with the church. You see, but what we do as a church don't have anything to do with my family, really. Okay, so uh, don't think I'm asking you to do something I wouldn't do and haven't done. We've already done it. Okay. Now, the second thing is the Miriam's house. Because I know, I know God's heart is for helping people who, who need help. And he, he doesn't look favorably upon people who, uh, they, they see all this stuff going on, and you say, man, that's really sad. That's really sad. Uh, God bless him. God bless him. You know, he doesn't look favorable upon that because he says, that, you know, that, that if somebody is... is you know somebody needs some bread, and you say, be warm and be filled, go away. No. What kind of faith is that? You see? So, uh, so we want to help the Ukrainians. Also, we want to do, uh, and that's the organization now. We're not talking about just, you know, flying some money over there and dropping it. We, we're talking about an organization who helps, who does that. And Miriam's house, we did it last year. Miriam's house is a homeless shelter for uh, women and their children, uh, and they, 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 their goal is to, for them not to be homeless anymore. Okay, that's the goal that, that, that Miriam House has. Okay, so I know I know God loves for us to help the homeless. I know that. I know He wants us to help uh, people who are in need. I know that. And then this third one, I want to help. I'm, I'm never given anything to this organization but it's called Voice 
of children is in Haiti. Uh, it's an organization that uh, one of our members' child uh, came from Haiti. Oslin, you all know Oslin. Some of you know Oslin. Okay, Oslin's from Haiti. Well, uh, well they, they have a, a ministry there uh, to uh, children, orphan children, and they're really not orphan, but they're ones that their parents are giving, up, giving them up because they can't feed them. And so they give them to people who will feed them and can feed them. And so this organization is doing that. And uh, David and Shushan, um, they, they, they run this, this organization. Uh, so I would like to give $1,000 there. So 1000 to Ukrainian, 1000 to Miriam, 1000 to the Horsley children. So we're talking about uh, orphans. We're talking about homeless. We're talking about people who can't help themselves. Then you say, well, suppose, suppose 3,000 will come in. I know, because that's the God. Now, now, I know I've asked people to give, and sometimes, you know, sometimes it just doesn't happen. Uh, I know that we can sacrificially get $3,000 between, between Cornerstone? If we give sacrificially? You say, yeah, but I get paid once a month. The first of the month is already the third. And hey, if you're like I used to be, by the time that check comes, it's already spent. Yeah. But see, I didn't believe in giving back then. And so what happened was that I never did have anything until, until I started, you know, kind of said, well, Wait a minute, the word is saying this right here. And, of course, you know, God gave my wife a gift of giving. And she will tell you I was notorious at, give what? You know, we just gave something to this, and now you want to give something to that? Well, see, but I was always broke. You know, always broke. So, I know we can do it. I know we can do it. I know we can do it. And so, that's what, now, see, I know that it says, you remember the title of the message? You know, three things that please them to God. I know when God's pleased. I know what happened when he's pleased with us. And see, and why am I doing it for the, why am I doing it for Cornerstone? We have bills. Y'all probably didn't know it, but we do have bills. We have electric bills. We have, you know, all sorts of bills, you know. We have a mortgage. We have all sorts of things. And I'm not asking for not one single penny for Cornerstone. I'm asking for $3,000 to help Ukrainians, help Miriam's house, Help the voice of the children in Haiti. 
That's what I'm asking. And if I, if I know what's going to happen is that God's going to bless Cornerstone. He's going to bless Cornerstone. Because he says so. In his word, he'll do that. Yeah. He says, the seeds we sow, he will multiply. Multiply the seed. And I know that as you being a part, regardless of what it is you give, because remember the, the widow who gave all she had, which is the two pence here, and, and somebody else throwing in big stuff, she gave more than anybody else because she gave all she had. You see? So it doesn't matter about the amount you give. It amounts that you, how, what is your heart saying? Is your heart saying, my heart is in this giving because it pleases God to be a giver to somebody else. That's what I'm asking for this resurrection day. And you watch and see what happens. And you say, well, well I'd rather do it for myself than, than God to bless me. No, don't think of yourself. Please don't think of yourself. Think of others. Because if you think of others, God will bring what you need to you. Okay? Let's stand. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com. Contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.